0: And I am so thrilled and humbled to be introducing you today to an incredible person, somebody who really has made a difference um, in my life and in my family's life, um, whom I met in Guatemala. If you haven't uh, checked out episode number five, please go check it out with Erwin Rivas. Um, He truly is an incredible person and speaks from the heart. Um, So happy to have you here, Erwin. And how are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling really, really um, good.
0: That's great. That's great. So thankful that you're here with us again today. Um, yeah, so I met Erwin um, on my first trip, my only trip so far to Guatemala. And he was an unexpected gift that day when I met him. He was, of all things, my driver, driving me to from Guatemala City to Antigua, Guatemala, one of our stops, um, on one of our, our trips that we were doing. And from the moment we connected with him and we had an hour long drive, I mean, the conversation was just so beautiful and he really touched my heart. And I knew he was somebody that I wanted to work with and get to know a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you Erwin, for being such a kind person and just embracing everyone. I wanted to learn a little bit more about you. Um, I wanted to know what it was like for you as a child growing up, um, in Guatemala.
1: Well, growing up uh, as a child in Guatemala was, um, really, uh, difficult, especially, I mean, not just in Guatemala, but in the type of, uh, environment where I grew up in was difficult because, because, um, um, not, uh, no child uh if he has the choice would like to grow up in a non-functional family in an environment of drinking drugs and uh something that no child uh, seeks to to live in or or to be in so for me uh that's in the past but it's something that today makes part of of me right so uh, touching talking about this is just uh a little difficult for me because what I have of memory as, as a child in, in Guatemala is uh, uh, not being able to go to school as I wished, not being able to have a, a home environment as I wish, or a family that I, as I wished, and that really uh, affected me because it uh, made me grow with a lot of uh, resentment. It made me uh, grow with a, a feeling of uh, Where's justice? Where's God? Why why am I not able to have what other children or other people have, right? Opportunities. So uh, that's my childhood memories are like. I uh, was in Guatemala only to the age of eight. So uh, another part of my childhood continues in in the United States, but also when I say United States, for many people who haven't been in the United States or have been in the United States may think that my whole life changed, but the scenario didn't change much. And uh, that's what I can remember of my childhood, not just uh, in Guatemala, but in the United States, a childhood with a lot of uh, uh, limitations in general and uh, a childhood that brought a lot of uh, resentment to to me, which uh, caused me to end up uh, having different types of uh, conflicts and uh, troubles, like uh, it's common, which is uh, street life, uh, alcoholism, and, and drugs. Thanks to God today, I'm, uh, I'm a different man, but for a long time, it's just resentment what I can think of, uh, of my childhood in general.
0: And I understand now one of the biggest things that you want to do in the present is help youth and help... Um, underprivileged children to feel better about who they are and to uh, empower them and to teach them skills. And can you, let it, can you tell us a little bit more about how your childhood has affected you in the way that now um, perhaps you want to help other, other kids?
1: Yes, well, um, I have the belief that uh, when you go through this type of, uh, of situations, you have only two choices to do the same or to be different. Mm-hmm. But you cannot be uh, at a half point or at midpoint. You have to be either on one side or on the other. In my case, uh, I can remember uh, from when I was a child having that uh, privilege or that capacity of, uh, of making so many friends. And uh, that capacity led me to be considered at some point uh, I wouldn't like to say probably popular but let's just say well-known I was a well-known person I have been a well-known person that I could have easily uh, fallen in the in the traps of uh, mafias more uh, serious uh, more serious uh, involvement in, in crime as I would describe it I could have gone in higher levels of crime where I could have done a lot of harm to, to people, which is something that I am so happy today to, to feel good about myself and know that I haven't done, as I would probably say much harm to people. Uh, living that uh, type of childhood, as I said earlier, just uh, having two options, doing the same or doing different. I chose the second option, which is doing different. It wasn't an easy uh, option to, to take, as uh, I can remember uh, going to my first time into state prison, not just jail, but state prison, and taking the decision of not being part of a mafia, and just uh, doing my time and learning from my experience there. So that's where I can say my decision was taken. Not totally, because uh, I said no to, to crime, to mafias, but I didn't say no to drugs and alcohol. So. As I continued in my uh, street life, I lived a lot of uh, alcoholism, lots of drugs, and it was just uh, the feeling of of feeling alone, feeling empty and not feeling useful. So I can tell you that uh, uh, as I've described it earlier on my earlier presentation, that uh, really becoming uh, not just a, a tour guide or becoming involved in tourism, but also becoming a teacher really changed my life because it brought me to believe in that I could uh, be useful, and I didn't have to be, I didn't have to do the same that was done to me when I was a child.
0: Right. I think it's great, though, that you want to take what you learned, because, you know, I can't I can't imagine being in that situation. I'm sure it was very um, it was a very big, you know, internal and external struggle for you. And I'm sorry that you did have to go through those things, but I think that they have made you the person that you are today, which is an incredible human being. Um, I know that one of the things you really want to do is impact youth today and try to give them a positive message to maybe not make the same choices that you made. If you could, and you know, I have a 13 year old son and you had a great chat with him that day. But if you could, what would your message be for youth today and about their
1: future? My message would be that what makes, makes a difference in anyone's life depends on yourself and only on yourself and on no one else. And it's something that every uh, young person needs to believe that whatever makes of them doesn't depend on no one else or doesn't, doesn't depend on no one else other than themselves. Did I explain myself correctly?
0: Yes. Yes. They need to take responsibility for their own life. No matter what circumstances are given to you, it's not easy, but it's, it's true. I think we, we have to face that as hard as it is that, you know, many of us are, I guess, um, you know, begin life in circumstances that are difficult, um, you know, more than others. But I believe that um, once you realize that only you can change things, that's when the work begins.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly that. That's exactly what I wanted to say, because um, how I want to, uh, as an example, is that I've always felt that life wasn't fair and it isn't right but it's not only that fair to me but it's not fair to many people but it's just to to get out of the feeling that uh, someone needs to do something in order for you to be okay so i had to learn that no one had to do anything in order for me to be okay i had to make the difference in order for me to be okay so yes it's exactly taking responsibility that made a difference and as you said it's not easy but i had to come to the conclusion that if i didn't do not anything about myself no one was going to and i can tell you that because it took me to be in prison for or in jail for over 40 times or around 40 times similar amount of times i was in a in a rehabilitation center and not the same amount of times but i was also in a hospital and i had to i had to look at myself like many people say in the mirror and understand that I wasn't going to come out of jail or out of the hospital or out of a rehab unless it was going to be an effort done by me and only me.
0: So it sounds like that was the moment for you where you decided, because that was going to be my next question was, what was the moment that you made that choice? Because many of us don't make that choice and and don't recognize that we have to be the ones, you know, it sounds like maybe that was, that was your moment when, when you were at, when you were in the rehab that you needed to make a change, is that right?
1: Well, actually, what I can. I have to be honest because it's not the first time someone asked me that specific question. And I've thought about it continuously because I thought it was an answer that I didn't just have to give other people, but I had to give myself. And uh, honestly, I, I was suffering as you can imagine because Uh, withdrawing from alcohol and drugs when you have been consuming so much for months or for weeks or for years it's difficult it's difficult because not just your body collapses but your brain and your mind just plays plays with you you know there's a phrase that says my mind's playing tricks on me and it's exactly what happens when someone is withdrawing from from uh, drugs and alcohol and and, uh, As you know me, and many people know me, I am not religious, but I do totally believe that there is a higher power, which in my case, I have learned to call it God, but God with no specific name like Jesus, Buddha, Allah, or anything similar. I just really think that Erwin is not powerful enough and depends on something, some power higher than him. So uh, a, a point came where... I had been on the streets for about two years. I was really, uh, my body had really decayed to the point where uh, I was not easily recognized by friends or family. Uh, most people thought I was just going to die. But uh, as I could, you know, I had, uh, I was, as I said, suffering seriously withdrawal, serious withdrawal sy- symptoms. But uh, I uh, came to my knees. And I uh, totally prayed to that God that exists. And I told him that if I wasn't a useful person, if I wasn't going to recover, and if I was going to continue suffering the way I was suffering, I would rather my life to be taken away. But if I was useful for something, then I would like to be, I would like to have the opportunity to be useful. And I really think that's the moment where my life changed. It didn't happen exactly at that moment, but it was soon after that, that I had the courage, the willingness, the, uh, the courage and the willingness to, to, uh, to stay away from habits that had caused me to live a, a difficult life.
0: Wow, that's so powerful. I really appreciate you sharing that vulnerability with us. I'm sure it's it's not something that is very easy to talk about, but I know that it's made you into this incredible, resilient person. Can you talk a little bit more about one of your biggest struggles during that time, like your, your biggest uh, roadblock, like when you were trying to uh, change your life? Was there something that was blocking you or someone that perhaps um, you felt that wasn't supporting you or something that was holding you back and made it more difficult?
1: Well, I don't want to be uh, so, I don't want to be uh, so, how can I say? I don't want to exaggerate, but I truly believe that when something big is going to happen, uh, evil will uh, fight against it with all its uh, power. So for me, I, even though I am uh, past 40, now I am 41. I just reached this month, turns 41. I continue to believe that if I am alive, it's because there's something important or big going to happen related to me, which I'm going to be part of. I'm telling you this because there was more than one moment where I had to be able to overcome uh, serious difficulties. And that's the reason why today I take things easy. You know, as I referred to it, I like many people have my situations, have my problems. That's why I like the idea of being part of this uh, program, which you invited me to because I want to tell people that my life is not perfect now and it's not all solved. And there's no, not really like in the fairy tales, a happy ending but I can say that life is full of trust struggles that uh, that only some people have the capacity to overcome them. And in my case, uh, it was a number of them. I can start by, by telling you that from a young age, my mother left me and left me and I had to survive practically on my own. And that was, serious for me that was hard that was difficult i thought that was like the hardest thing i could live up to that point but no later i had other difficulties those difficulties later was uh, also surviving on my own but now in a country where i didn't speak the language perfectly in a country that i wasn't from you know, a world that i wasn't from because i am born in guatemala but i grew up in the United States. So that's another part of of difficulties that I had to overcome. But as I said, it was just a number of them or I can just uh, resume them into a a couple. But that couple was when I entered jail for the first time. Then uh, later when I entered prison for the first time. And then later after that, where I had to come to Guatemala and see the real world if I can say because and uh, today I'm just uh, used to knowing that there are things happening out there there's floods, there's landslides, there's people starving and I know it's out there. I do my part to, to change it or to do, make a difference but I know all of that is out there and I can my mind can work with it now. I am strong enough to uh, do what I can and not feel bad what I cannot do something about. But for a long time, I wasn't able to uh, keep a balance in my emotions. And I feel that that's what brought me to to uh, collapse again.
0: It's just, I find you fascinating because from the moment I met you, just everything you said is so powerful to me. It it um, You are one of the most positive people that I have ever met, but yet one of the most... Um, one of the people that has had the most diversity and the most hardship that I have met as well. And it really, really, I know I keep saying inspiring for lack of a better word, but, you know, honestly, since I met you when I'm having a bad day, I think, what would Erwin do? You're just s- so special. And really, you're doing amazing things now. Like, how do you stay so positive, And how do you, you know... I know that you're helping people and we'll get into that maybe on another episode of, of all that you're doing out there and that you want to be. Um, But how do you really stay so positive when life has really, really been difficult at some part, you know, some parts?
1: Well, before anything, I have to, I have learned to uh, appreciate or life has brought me to appreciate what I have. And after having nothing and being uh, finding myself in such difficult environments and situations, the life I live now, although I also have my problems, it's not nearly close to what I have lived in the past. So I feel that now for me, it's really easy to stay positive because we can consider COVID-19 and whatever problems are out there, part of difficulties, but they are not, uh, for me, in my own personal experience, as bad as my past experiences. So that's what permits me to stay to float, you know, to float. And not just that, that I feel that I've been uh, rewarded because um, I uh, many times don't find myself with nothing or, or having serious difficulties, but there's something that comes around and makes things work for me. If I may, Uh, give you an example of that just now as i'm speaking with you i received a message from a friend wanting to share with me twenty dollars and for many people probably twenty dollars is not a lot. but the reason i mention it is because when you're positive and creative you can do a lot with a little you know so i've been able to to use wisely uh, whether it's a dollar three dollars or five dollars and I, whenever I do so, I know that if I do what's correct, many more positive things would come around. And I have so many people that also have that similar idea of me. And I really think it's this number of people which I have met that have uh, uh, helped me have this uh, sensation of, of calmness as I, des- as I describe it.
0: Yeah, that's a good word to describe it, because I feel that you're very calm, but you're very, um, I don't know, it's just so in, confident in a good way. You just have such a good heart. I know that you want to help as many people as you can. And I just, I don't know, I'm astounded. Like, every time I speak to you, I learn so much.
1: Well, I'm truly convinced that I'm going to meet my goal. And uh, as um. As proof of what I'm saying, I want to tell you that I just recently found uh, someone willing to invest in in my project, and this uh, person who who is willing to invest in my project uh, has uh, helped me with uh, six months of uh, payments for my van, and you know how much how important my van is for me. So
0: wow, that's incredible! Oh, that's so that's so oh that uplifts me so much. Wow, do you want to let us know a little bit about uh, your van? <laughs> what you use it for oh, well. and what happened to you unfortunately?
1: Yes, well, um, I as many people know, I've been a tour guide for for over a decade and as any person uh, and uh, would like to grow in their field of work. So I was not the exception. So I thought it would be great to, to grow and not just to grow for myself, but as you mentioned earlier, to create uh, uh, work opportunities uh, for other people. So I decided to sell my old van, a van that had taken me a lot of hard work to, to buy. I decided to, to, to sell it and give and, and it give down payment for a new one. So I got a new uh, van last year with the goal of uh, paying it off with work unfortunately this uh, pandemic covid 19 came around that uh, brought a lot of difficulties to the world so um i uh, end up i was uh, not able to continue with my payments but uh, someone who believes in in my project and what i'm doing decided that they would be willing to help me with the 6 months of uh, of the monthly payments i have to do in my van which it's uh, a total of uh, over $5,000. So I really think that that's just a message for me. You know, it's it's motivation. I think it's a response to, to, to doing what's correct.
0: I think you deserve it. And I think that person that's helping you out um, is very kind. And I really know that you're going to do something with that. Like, I know that that's going to help you move your business forward once all the travel industry comes back. And I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of obstacles right now because of COVID. But uh, we're all just trying to hang in there. But when it's when your livelihood like travel is impacted 100% is I cannot imagine. um, And living in Guatemala as well, I cannot imagine how much of a toll that's taken on you and your family and your business.
1: Yes, well, I have a belief that you have to, well, I try to help those that to start off, want to help themselves. That's, uh, I don't have many requirements to help people, but if there's a requirement that I have, is that that person that I'm willing to help has to first be willing to help himself or herself. So in my case, I, if I may speak more about what I do and what my goal is, is that it's not just a van, is that uh, I've been privileged to be able to start a brand and start a business, and not just that, but credit it with a in a successful manner, that um, I don't just want to use this knowledge for myself, but I want to, uh, my goal is to teach others that they can do something similar. So, this van is part of not just uh, being able to transport people or give people tours, but it's a way to tell people or to show people that not long ago I was in a rehab center. No one believed in me. And, and soon after that, I gave myself, as you heard, the opportunity of changing. But people also gave me the opportunity because uh, the computer I'm communicating with right now was also a donation this was a donation that started everything and uh, we've been speaking with you about a website i did a website in a, in a platform called a Hindu one day which i don't use it anymore but it just brings memories to me so uh, a laptop that was donated to me by travelers turned into a dream that this dream turned into an old car old model 90 which i met people with and i was doing tours with which I don't know how people would dare to get on the car with me, but they did. They gave me the opportunity of work. Then later I bought the van, later I bought an SUV and now I have this uh, new van, but it's just uh, all part of a way or forms that are going to permit me to show other Guatemalans and not just Guatemalans, other people that can hear my story that it's possible, it's possible from going to, from going to having nothing to uh, being uh, uh, a successful person is, of course, success is not. It's not uh, evaluated through the amount of wealth, but more through the amount of satisfaction that that person can feel from the result of, of, uh, of uh, working hard. So that's that's how I see everything.
0: I love that, and yeah. So the van is like it's hope, right? It really is hope for many I things. Know. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about um, how you're helping the youth with getting some skills? I know you talked to me a little bit about it that day. Um, Can you just share with us a little bit about how you're helping? um, I know that some of the money from your business you're putting back into the community and you are helping youth just, you know, with a schedule, teaching them how to get up and do certain things and just have something to look forward to. Do you mind telling us a little bit about that?
1: Yes, I would be happy to to speak a little bit about that. Well, um, as I've uh, mentioned, uh, this has been an uh, ongoing uh, uh, progress. The whole idea of of helping others wasn't something that came from the beginning. From the beginning, to be honest, it was more an idea of uh, helping myself. I really wanted to leave that uh, environment of drugs, the streets, alcohol, and I wanted to uh, be in peace with myself. So um, I uh, quit uh, drinking, I quit uh, drugs, I went back to school, I became a tour guide, I became a teacher. But the idea of helping others uh, started when I was part, of, as a tour guide, I was part of, uh, of uh, projects that uh, brought uh, different people from United States and, and Canada, and people were uh, leaving their daily uh, activities, they were leaving their responsibilities, uh, people were professionals, and they were not just uh, investing time and money, but if we want to consider, they were also losing because they were not attending their business. So, It was a lot of things they were leaving back because of helping others. Uh, I was able to, by participating in these projects, I was able to uh, see the needs of Guatemala. And that's where I saw what I could do or how I could fit in to help Guatemala and not just rely on people from Canada, United States, or different parts of the world to come here and help us, but also uh, be an example to other Guatemalans and show other Guatemalans that we can also help ourselves. So I uh, thought that it would, it, was a good, it would be a good idea to uh, establish a project that could teach uh, me, teach, uh, permit me to teach others how to help themselves. I uh, have worked in different fields of work I have worked in the restaurant industry, I have uh, worked in sales, I have worked in customer service uh, um, industry, but it has been tourism that really changed my life. And I really, as people believe that I have a big potential. I think Guatemala in general has a big uh, potential with tourism to developing. So I thought it would be a great idea if I could um, create the whole environment from creating a brand, website, people asking for work, excuse me, for tours or for transportation. And if I can do this, I could also have the people to uh, provide those services. So I really believe that I could uh, train the new tour guides. I can train new drivers. I can train the other people that would be uh, dealing with administration and, and uh, all the office type of work and that's where uh, my project started Uh, my project started when uh, officially started when i met who today is my wife we before she became my wife we became friends and we became friends because my goal was to convince her that tourism was uh, worth learning so it was hard it wasn't easy to convince her that tourism was worth learning but uh, i ended up being able to convince her Today, she's not only my wife, my partner, but she's also the administrator of uh, our brand, which is uh, MB Guatemala, Guatemala, uh, travel with purpose, it's a slogan that we use. And the idea is that um, I've uh, made mistakes like anyone, and I brought in people that uh, unfortunately have had the problems I had in the past, which has been drugs and alcohol, and I have been trying to convince them of leaving that environment and uh, and uh, being part of uh, of the tourism environment hasn't been easy because i haven't received any training as a counselor or i haven't received any training on treating addictions or or psychology or, or anywhere anything similar so i felt i felt like i failed to, to some point because Uh, And my students haven't been able to continue because um, their personal problems haven't permitted them to. But I've uh, created such um, feeling of friendship with them that I continue to have a relationship with them. And I really truly believe that sometime in the future they are going to come back to me and, and learn from me. So I have had a number of people Uh, with me learning to be tour guides learning to be drivers and not charging them anything because uh, that's the idea the idea is that whatever I charge for my tours uh, a percentage of my tours or transportation services uh, go to uh, teaching others how tourism works and being certified at it
0: wow and that's you know I love your message it's such a powerful story and yeah, it really it really touches my heart all the work that you're doing and I could see it I could see it already and I've only known you a short time how much impact that is. So, yeah, if any of you are planning on visiting Guatemala when COVID is over, you should go there for a number of reasons. Not just to meet Irwin, but all the people of Guatemala, they're such beautiful people. Yeah, I I haven't met one person even with hardship and diversity that had a frown or that was angry or had a grudge about something. Everybody there that I had met was just so genuine. And, you know, if you do need a tour guide, Erwin is not just a tour guide. He loves where he lives. He, he is all about the history and you will know that what you spend in his tours, what, you know, the money that you put out for a tour, you will get so much more than a tour You will get a friend you will be giving to the community and to all that his all of his projects and i know that the money is going to his projects so he's just an amazing individual so i really want to say thank you erwin for everything that you're doing you know you could have easily taken your life and hid and chosen the other path and i'm just so proud of you it must not have been easy for you and i'm just so happy that you were able to overcome those things, because the world really, really needs you in it.
1: Well, I truly believe in destiny. I think we are uh, here to meet a certain destiny. As many times we don't understand it, but I'm truly convinced of it. So I'm convinced that uh, I have met you for a reason. You have met me for a reason, and I feel the honor to to be able to meet my goal. For a long time, I had been wanting to do something similar to, to what we're doing now. And I truly, that's a result of what we're doing. I really hope that we can motivate a, a, as many people possible to uh, making the best of themselves.
0: Yes. And I think, I think you're going to be very successful in that. And I think that's what makes you incredible. So, um, Yes, everyone, you know, if you want to learn more about Erwin and his projects and what he is doing, um, his company is MB Guatemala, and, um, I will post something in the show notes. So if you like, you can have a look, I think they're revamping their website at the moment, but, um, yeah, MB Guatemala, and he's all about travel with purpose and just helping people feel better about themselves. And I thought he would just be perfect because I really... He is, um, a perfect example of what my podcast is about. If he had not given to himself and if he had not given himself permission to heal and to take the time, he wouldn't be able to do the work he's doing today. He wouldn't be able to have, um, changed so many other lives and, and been positive. So I think it's, you know, I'm speechless. It, it really touches my heart and I'm so glad that I met you in my life and it's fantastic. I think you're just fantastic.
1: Well, thank you for, for, for your motivation. You're, I really want to tell you that for me, when I hear comments like yours, they really motivate me to continue because as I'll tell you and many other people, I am a human, but as a human, I have that privilege of, telling people that I'm just like them and I'm no one different. And because of that, if I'm able to have a, live a, a, a good life, a positive life, a life with, with that sense, that valuable sense of calmness, then other people uh, also can. And that's the, the idea that I want to leave people with.
0: That's fantastic. I would love for you to come again another day and be a guest on our show. We have so much to learn about you. Um, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your, your story and your vulnerability and being so genuine with us. I know it is difficult to talk about um, you know, certain feelings, but I also believe it's so important for ourselves to be able to give it a voice and also for, for the listeners who really need to hear that. Thank you so much,
1: Erwin. Thank you for, for making me part of this and giving me the opportunity of sharing, sharing this with others.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.